Black to the garden. Mind your herbs like you mind your business Like to the garden like it's eating Can I get a witness? Going hard and now we eating about that health and fitness Health is wealth, work the land Producing natural riches Urban gardens in my hood with spaces limited Had came from ancestors Now we flipping near Irregardless of our set sides and differences We all eat and hunger is our common nemesis So we drilling on the ops with vegetable crops Raised beds of container gardens on rooftops North facing aluminum by sun rays, we eating good like Granny's house on Sundays. In the field with big steel, never tap out. The farmers market popping like a trap house. I'm on the path to liberation, get the maps out. Ain't no business like grow business, we cash out. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Mind Your Herbs podcast. I'm your host Tim. With me, as always, is the lovely. Miss Erica Plants Gardening Under Influence. How you doing, Erica? Hey, y'all. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, I'm doing great. And today we have a very special guest, which also happens to be a co-host, Big Steel, the urban gardener, the Superman. How's it going, Big Steel? It's going good. You know, just taking it one day at a time. Mm. Hey, 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 hey. That's, that's, that's the move right there. One step. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So we interviewing Big Steel, the Urban Gardener today. So tell tell us a little something about yourself. How'd you get how'd you got started? Well, I say I was born in uh born and raised in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And you know, I grew up in my father's, you know, landscaping well, commercial landscaping business. And you know, there I played in the dirt, you know, I planted plants and um I, I dabbled in a lot of stuff, and, you know. I, you know, I would find myself, you know, taking plants I should be planting and throwing them over the gate because I didn't want to plant them. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, because it, it was times where I just wanted to play and I didn't want to really work. But then, you know, um, I would work and I actually developed a a work ethic, you know, from working, loading people up with grass and stuff like that. And um, what would motivate me was you know, I you know, my my father would pay me. Oh. On, on top of that, I got tips from loading people up with grass. So you know, those tips added mm-hmm. up. So that one Saturday that I would work, you know, I you know, as an eight year old, I would get paid you know thirty dollars for the day. But like probably walk, away. yeah, <laughs> probably, probably would walk away with like you know seventy or eighty dollars with tips, you know, because you know people would love to see a you know people love to see kids yeah. work. You know, yeah. people love to see kids with, with work at and you and that's something we don't see a lot of in today's time. We don't see a lot of kids out like working or, or hustling like you know when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, you know, from there, um, you know, I started you know playing around on a tractor and you know learn how to use the tractor. So you know, I would be unloading side trucks, loading side trucks up. You know, I would load up my dad's trucks with grass. Put them to go out on these job jobs that would be contracted out with the city, okay. and um, you know they would so, go out. Huh? Go ahead. So how was it? Like you know, sitting there firsthand watching your father run a business. What was this like the eighties, nineties, right? Yeah, nineties. I was there, nineties, nineties. Yeah, it it was actually you know cool because you know 
at the time, you know, I knew my daddy was a boss, but now that I'm older, I'm like, you know, this dude was really a boss. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like, like this man, he helped people start businesses mm-hmm. and he gave people opportunity. You know, my father was known as the man of second chances because he would, you know, the people that would go to prison, he would give them a job. You know, if they mm-hmm. want, if they really wanted to work, he would give them a job. Someone would work. Someone would stay there and work until they found something better. But, you know, he gave them an opportunity to work and rebuild themselves if they wanted to. Oh, that's love. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it, it was, it's, it's a lot that, you know, I, I learned from, you know, watching this man, watching him build, watching him take, you know, something or take nothing and turn into something and just build from scratch. Cause you know, he went from uh, cutting grass into the commercial landscaping part, and then he branched off into like a a mini, uh, like grocery store where he was selling collard greens, and we still selling collard greens today. We still the place still sell collard greens, but he would have like a, a a vegetable stand. And you know, I I didn't even realize. You know, I like I said I would. I wasn't paying attention when I was younger. I was not paying attention, but like now, like you know, that. a lot of this stuff <laughs> that he's doing, like a lot of the stuff, like I'm in a way I get from him. Mm-hmm. You know, he had the little uh, stand where he would sell fruits and vegetables and apples and stuff, and he just branched out into so many different things. You know, so you know, I would say like entrepreneurship, you know, was probably. Uh, in my bloodline, you know, from passed down from him and, you know, the things he learned from his uncle, because his uncles taught him, you know, the how to cut grass and, you know, how to hustle and make, and, you know, make money. They taught him that as a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. So what, what would you say was the, the most valuable piece of advice that your dad gave that you're still using? And um, how are you using it? Mm. I would say the most valuable valuable thing I learned from him is the is patience and working hard and working working smarter instead of working harder mm-hmm. you know because a lot of times you know I found myself overworking myself and not really you know not really thinking things out and you know and sometimes we we do that as a lot as people. Like we we we'll overwork ourselves and burn ourselves. Yeah. We burn ourselves out and we don't really think we don't really put a lot of thinking into the process. You know, we putting the the wagon in front of the horse instead of letting the horse pull the wagon. We do that mm-hmm. and I and I still do that sometimes. You know, I get yeah. into it and I and I overwork and I'm just working and working and working. And then when I sit down and think about it, I like, damn, I could have did this instead of doing all of this. You know, like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. all right yeah. so how did you get started in gardening itself so you grew up landscaping and mm-hmm. working on there but how did you switch over and make the connection to return back to gardening well like i say i, I ran away from the god the the landscape i ran away from because i'm like you know what it's hot out here i ain't gonna be doing this you know and um you know i started you know going to strip clubs and you know getting into the strip club scene and stuff like that and, and i and i just was infatuated by it. you know i'm just so infatuated and i was like you know what i want to have me a strip club you know when i would when i would work and i and i get my check i used to go home 
and wash my tip money and wash my other money. I wash it in the sink and then I take it and iron it out so it'll be real crispy. So when I, I used go to, to the do that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I go to the strip club and, and I, you know, throwing it in the air, make that little <laughs> sound. Well, so I wasn't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> money to give it away. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but anyway, so I went off to to um, I went off to to college, and um. Then went off to college, majored in. I went to Jackson State, majored in entrepreneurship and management. Oh, and um, you know, I was supposed to take over the 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 business, but I ended up going into the Navy, and I did seven years there. Then I got for your service. Yeah, thank you. And um, I got out of the Navy. You know, uh, COVID. You know, COVID kind of push me into the guard like COVID and then you know my, you know my father passed away in 2018 and like I'm sorry for your loss yeah uh, um you know getting going back into the garden it it like I, I found so much peace you know reconnecting back to that part of my life mm-hmm. and it's like you know it just it just was so therapeutic in so many ways because it's like in a way it connected me back to my father and it connected me it was like it was like me going back to the beginning and like that that just gave me so much peace you know just to reconnect with him and go back to the beginning and like and it made me look at all the stuff I was running away from and I was running away from this stuff not knowing that I was going to use this stuff later on in my lifetime yeah yeah I feel that mm-hmm. So since getting into gardening, what has been the biggest issue? Because you said you're in, so you're in Fort Lauderdale. What zone is that? That is zone 10B. And right now, it is hot. (laughs) (laughs) When I tell you it it, it is, it's it's hot, man. And, um, you know, I haven't, I'm I'm really preparing for the fall guard. I'm not really doing a whole lot in the summer guard because it's just, yeah, it's just it's just mm-mm. <laughs> no, um, it's I can't even explain it. It's like hell times ten right now. <laughs> <laughs> hell times ten. Oh my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, with with that, it like with the heat and everything like that. Um, What's something like with that challenge and any other challenges that you face with gardening? If somebody were to uh, like invent something, what can you, do you think can be invented or whatever and like revolutionize the game? And if they did, it would be like like it would help not only you but everybody else. Mm. What would help if there was a way? Oh, what's up? If there was a way we could. Like, see, uh, I sometimes. Huh? I said, yeah, "Oh no!" I was thinking, like, I would love for you to do like a aquaponics kit, kind of like the because you don't you do the don't you do hydroponics? Yeah, I do. I do uh, hydro, hydroponics. I'm all, I'm actually getting ready to work on some some new hydroponics stuff stuff in there. Few, oh. but if if it was something that I could do, it was like a way to. Have a greenhouse that's like that's like where you're able to control the elements inside. 
in a way. Like, I, I mean, I know they have them, but I don't know how those things would do in a setting, in a 10B setting where it's like extremely hot. Because in a greenhouse <laughs> right now, in zone 10B, you'll probably die if you walk in there. <laughs> be so hot right now. But um, that, that would be something, you know, to look into, the, a way to you know, control a climate in a in a greenhouse and in this direct sun, like definitely with the direct sun. So, since starting, um, what else do you do? Do you? I, I always see you on the line with community gardens and things of that nature. Yes, um, I I do a lot of volunteering in uh, community gardens. I actually work in more community gardens than I do my own garden. Like, um. <laughs> I work. I do a lot of work in the community garden, a lot of their lakes. Um, I do some community garden in the Miramar community garden. Um, I've been um, uh, going with the boy gardener. He's actually like uh, in the heart of Fort Lauderdale, like right around the corner from me. Which I'm, I'm just so happy to see someone else doing what I'm doing. You know, that's amazing. And um, like his his garden is so awesome because he. He it's a it's his garden, but he has it open to the community um, on on Sixth Trunk, which Sixth Trunk is a historical black part of town that's slowly being gentrified. Hmm. But um, oh. yeah. So um, earlier you mentioned you mentioned being in the military and all, and all of that. So one, thank you for your service. But how does uh, how did that training help you and prepare you for what you're doing now? Mm. Uh, that's a great question. So. With me being in the Navy, and um, you know, I, and I, I use this analogy a lot. Me being in the Navy, being on a warship, every every department plays a critical part into the movement of the ship. You know what I'm saying? Like, and mm-hmm. and and in the same way in life, and even in garden, like all the small stuff matters. You know, we we as people tend to look over the the small stuff, but all the small stuff plays a big role into the big picture. And in the, in the Navy, you know, if one department is not ready, then this, this ship can't move. Like we can't, we can't go nowhere. If medical not ready. We can't yeah. go nowhere. If, if the CS is in the galley and got food to cook, we, we can't go nowhere. If engineering is not down there, making sure those boilers are going or uh, if we run it off water, make sure those systems are running correctly. You know, we can't go nowhere if if the flight deck is not clear for airplanes to take off and land. Like everything plays a a critical role. And if you compare that to like garden, like it's the same way in the garden. Like the soil, like what you, what's in your soil matters. Like like the small, the small, all that, no micro, those micro uh, organisms in there, all that stuff adds up. It's a part of the big picture. You know, right. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so as far as the Mind Your Herbs podcast, how did you guys come to creating this? Um, you know, me and me and Tim was talking. I was like, um, you know, I like, you know, we we should do a podcast. And um, I had the name Mind Your Herbs because Mind Your Herbs was one of the names I I picked out three names. It was Burning Herbs, which I ended up going with Burning Herbs for my herbal company and I had mind your herbs and I had another one and um 
but me and him was talking. I was like, you know, we should come up with a podcast. And I was like, you know, we should we should name it Mind Your Herbs. And um, and we went to like you know slowly putting it together. And um, you know, and we and we've come a long way from like because we was having a hard time trying to figure out how you record, how you yeah. edit, and <laughs> how you put the music. on. We made a lot of progress, you know, and we still making progress. And yes, you have. I thank y'all for letting me come on here. So yeah, welcome. So how have y'all gone about, or how have you gone about finding the guests? Because you are mainly the person who reaches out and does the connecting with the guests, and you've gotten some phenomenal guests in your time. Yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of get that from from my dad, Um, and you know. My dad was a social butterfly, and I'm just now getting to that point of being social because I wasn't really so. I was, you know, kind of antisocial most of the time. I'm just now getting to the point where I'm so confident in myself. And, like, I, I look at it like, you know, how my dad used to always say, you ain't what you got to lose. It's either they're going to say yes or they're going to say no. And, yeah. you know, I go you know, inbox, hey, you know, I would love for you to come on as a guest to the Reminded Earth podcast. And, you know, I send them a, a snippet or I send them one of the the episodes and they'd be like, hey, yeah, let's do it. Some of them reply, some of them don't reply. But I, you know, if they don't reply, I don't take any offense. I just keep going, you yeah. know. I don't take no offense to it. If they don't, if they do, that's great. And, um, you know, because... You know, the, the, the podcast thing to me is, you know, it's an educational tool to help educate people and bring more people, you know, into gardening, farming, you know, taking back your independence. You know, yeah. like like right now, our, our independence is in jeopardy right now. People think yeah. it's a game. Like, we, we really in jeopardy right now. Like, yeah. And not the TV show. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> the person who controls the food and the land controls everything. Word. So to to kind of piggyback off the uh, uh, podcast question, what made you even want to do a podcast? Oh, uh, you know, I um, you know, I I follow a, a lot of podcasts. Um. One of my favorite podcasts is a, a Ray Lewis podcast. It's very inspirational, um, and like that kind of you know got me into wanting to do one. But I was kind of you know shy about doing it because I'm like, no, who the hell wants to hear my voice? I'm like, who the hell wants to listen to my you know? Because when we hear ourselves talk, sometimes in our own mind, we're like, you know, my voice is so horrible. Who wants to hear me talk? And then. To some people, you know, we're like, well, you know, I like what you talk about. Just, just keep doing it. It's, it's cool, you know. Yeah. Like, well, it, I do think it, it has given you the ability to shine in the way that you, you, you wanted to align with and all. So we know you went to Jackson State and you mastered in entrepreneurship, and then you mentioned just now that you have your burning herbs and herbal company. What companies do you own currently, or that you're starting up? Uh, well, Burner Herbs is a is a herbal company. I'm trying to get off the ground, um, and I got a big steel farm that's 
you know, fully incorporated and everything. I had a phone number for it and everything. Hey. And, um, you know, I really, you know, I want to take both of the companies and, and get into the cannabis business. Like, you know, because I, I think, you know. I'm joining the squad. Yeah, can, <laughs> cannabis is, is, is going to be a, a big thing and not just, you know, for for the smokable flower, but this thing opened up so many avenues. Cause like, you know, we got, you got the smokable flower, but now, you know, we can invent juices with cannabis and infuse a cannabis, uh, mm-hmm. uh, even the hemp, you know, clothes made from hemp, you know, bed, bed sheets made from hemp, you know, stuff. It, it just opens up so many avenues and windows, you know, and I think it's a, opportunity to maneuver and get in place word mm-hmm. I, can really, I think that's dope i concur and i'm I'm super glad that you're wanting to join join the, the quote-unquote dark side and come over to cannabis mm-hmm. we are uh, we welcome you in open arms because it's uh it's definitely it's like you mentioned there's so many different opportunities and i think more people should see the opportunities not just from like you mentioned, the the smokable flower, but even from a branding aspect, because like we you you still need branding, you still need marketing, you still need um mm-hmm. like administrative positions and so forth. So this this new new quote unquote new industry is 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 the wave. Right, because you still like you said, you still need people to push your products and to get licensing to be in certain stores or be the exclusive brand of say 7-Eleven when they start selling it at the gas station. Because you know right. it's coming. So also there's like the muscle rubs. Like that was my favorite thing about Washington. Doing the salves and the muscle rubs with the cannabis in it. It mm-hmm. made my body feel bit so much better, so much quicker than any Tylenol or anything else. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So I think you're on the right track. Now you didn't tell us though, burning herbs. What exactly do y'all carry? Uh, well, we do a we do a um, herbs like a like one of my biggest movers right now is the Jamaican dog blood, which is a herb that helps women with fertility. It helps them with fibroids, and um, I've been moving a lot of that lately. And another one, another product I've been. Uh, moving a lot of through samples is uh the cbd oil i make um i've been getting good reviews about sciatic pain that it helps relieve um some people take it by mouth and it helps them sleep um i had uh, one friend of mine that had knee surgery and she you know was rubbing it on her knees and you know she was like that that helped her get through her therapy and everything and so you know, I got people that that want to invest into the CBD because they say it works. Um, it really works. And I had a, a friend of mine that I was coaching with that um he got burnt by one of those pressure cookers. Like I don't know what happened and made it pop like that, but it, the the lid flew off and the water got on and burnt him up real bad. And um, he's been using it and it's and it's helped his skin heal really good. Oh, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Erica, what's your what's your plant for the day? So uh, my plant for today is actually going to be a new one. It is a plum cot. And a plum mm. cot is actually a cross between um, a plum and an apricot. They're also known as pluots and um, various names like that. 
but the blue eye fruit has very great benefits. Like it has so many, it's high in natural sugars, but the fiber in it also causes, um, keeps it from causing your blood to spike. So it's mm -hmm. a great one for your sugars that you need the healthy ones when you're diabetic. Um, in addition to that, it's low fat. It has tons of antioxidants in it, low in calories, and um, it helps with sunburn, reduces the cell damage in your skin and all. Hmm. No, you're right. Look, that's that's yeah, pretty that's cool. New to me. Yeah. Give me some of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm growing some. I'll send y'all some when they fruit. Ooh. I'll be waiting, waiting, looking out for it. So the uh, the the strain of the day uh, today is Donnie Burger, bred by Skunk House Genetics. Uh, this indica is made by crossing GMO and Han Solo Burger, known primarily for its calming and relaxing effects, as well as causing those who partake to being giggly, happy, and aroused if you need it, and you around your special your special partner. <laughs> the dominant terpene uh, in this strain is pinene, which, if you guess, smells like pine trees, and it's linked with reducing inflammation. Definitely highly recommend and encourage you to get you some of that Donnie Burger. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. And the the herb of the day is something that has taken the world by storm, and we all know it is sea moss. So <laughs> sea moss helps with thyroid, ED helps boost your immune system, mm -hmm. and it has ninety two minerals that the body needs. You know, ninety has it has everything. It's a superpower. You know, people. It tastes nasty, but it works. <laughs> eat, eat it. <laughs> That's what they say, you know, like medicine. It's good if it tastes horrible going down, good for you most of the time. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been an excellent episode. I'm super glad we got to in interview Big Steel, the Urban Gardener. Um, tune in to the next episode. We'll see you next week. Peace. Have a good one, y'all. Got my hands in this rich black soil Breaking ground for a kingdom that's royal Be fruitful and multiply, that's word I'm in the garden, just minding my urge Tell the seed that we reap what we sow Planting heirloom seeds, watch them grow Love talk, we taking action like birds Be the family, hope you mind your herb